Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Life and Sport podcast. And you may recognize the guy on the right, his Angus. He's a regular co-host for our Manly guests. And we've got a very special guest today. He's played over 50 games for Manly, uh, most recently last weekend. And he's yep. also a, a Waterbility ambassador. His name is Sean Keppy. Thanks for joining us. And how's your day going? Yeah, good. Day off today, so a bit chilled, but yeah. Yeah, very nice. Um, and before we get started, um, just want to re- reference waterbility and talk about that with you because I myself have diagnosed ASD, as does Angus. So I thought, what better way than to start off with waterbility? Um, so tell us about how you got involved and what it means to you. Um, so my good friend, Steve Dresler, I played at um, Parramatta with him in the under-20s and SG Ball. And he, um, we worked at a school together in Gladesville, an autistic school called uh, Giant Steps. Mm-hmm. He kind of wanted to branch out by himself and do his own thing, you know, that, as a support service. He, yep. he, he wanted to do a different, different way, though, like every other support service does stuff from OT to you know, taking them to the appointments and doctors yep. and all that Day kind of stuff. But, stuff. Yeah, but he, he just wanted to focus on the fun side of things and taking them out to have fun. You know, there's the the, the participants range from re- like young to old and, you know, it's all about taking them out, having fun, you know, taking them to things that they usually can't do. And that's what... Um, like what taking them to a footy is. game sort of thing. Yes. <laughs> Which is absolutely amazing. And I, I'm in talks with Todd and Steve to become an ambassador. And I can't wait because it's, awesome. it's such an amazing, um, a, it's just a, an amazing thing because I was just actually talking to Angus before you joined the Zoom call because I'm actually going to try and get Steve to get Angus on board because he lives on the Central Coast. And as you know, they're about to open up a, you know, headquarters yes, sort of thing on the Central Coast. Yes. And I thought, That'd Angus, be a good idea. I thought so. So I thought, right, I'll get in, in touch with Steve um, uh, like to discuss that because Angus is definitely on board. But, Thank you very much for talking about waterbility. Let's get stuck oh, into right. your career chat. Um, yes. Your junior days at Norellan, even though you're from Camden instead of the Camden Rams, what was what, what was the thought there? No, so I grew up in Norellan Vale. My, oh, okay. my original house, I lived at Norellan Vale till I was about 16, okay. uh, 15. Um, then me and Laura, my wife, uh, bought a house when we were pretty young at 17. We got, wow. you know... Yeah, so we bought a house in Camden, but I was, I was, when I was playing for the Jets, I was living in Norellan and Oran Park and, um, yeah, traveling out to Manly from Camden in, when I was 21 was, uh, yeah, a bit of an adventure, but yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, and through that progress and the, and the process, well, as you just said, you bought a house very young and the, you could say the, um, unknowingness of going through the grades at the NRL because there's no, um, there's no absolutes when it comes to rugby league and going through the system. How did you and Laura, et cetera, handle the unknowingness of you may not make NRL and it's all going on a whim and, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, well, we, um, cause we lived at the Camden for the first, you know, it was the first preseason. We were, I was in, living in Camden and I was coming home every day. I'd have dinner, go to bed, repeat every single day you know i had no like time so we ended up moving out to seven hills Mm -hmm. because laura was still working at the time and yeah it's it's pretty you know like people don't understand but like we like i was on a development contract when i started yep and yeah it is like you just you you make the decision and it either comes or it doesn't you know you kind of just have to 
you know, play your cards right, train well, and you know, try. And there's to... a lot of sacrifice that goes in with it as well. Oh, yeah, yes. Like we, um, obviously, Laura moving out to Seven Hills would mean she would have to travel every day to work, and then we ended up moving to Balgala, and she still worked, so she would drive from Balgala to Norellan, which is a oh. good hour and twenty minutes. You know what I mean? So. My wife sacrificed a lot for me, and you know, I think that that's what um that's what got me here as well. You know, I'm in such a good position now where she doesn't have to work; she can look after uh, my newborn. She's oh, nine congrats. months old, so yeah, so it's yeah, it's a lot of sacrifice for a lot of reward, though. Yes, yes, absolutely. And touching on your NRL debut, it actually came for Manly against your you could say junior system club Parramatta. Yeah. How did that feel? Oh yeah, well. I didn't know I was debuting till I think it was captain's run. Yeah. There was talks about it all week and um, I didn't really get a clear indication whether I was starting <laughs> on like playing or not. And yep. then he said to me, captain's run, yeah, mate, you're going to play. Um, and the rest is history. I played that game. I think I played maybe 15 minutes or something it was. And then, um, in the set, that's when Marty was suspended for that next game against the Sharks at home, mm-hmm. and I had to start. And then I had to start that game. So, yeah, so you literally had from, 15 minutes to a full, more or less, forwards game. How did that go? Yeah. The second game, and it was um, an elimination final too. Yes, um, it was Paul Gallon's <laughs> last game, and he was one of the. Um, he, I looked up to him a lot when I was younger, so it was it was an experience. I again, I didn't find out that I was. <laughs> starting till captain's run as well so Fuck. it was just one of them things you know i you, you prepare all your life for it and then when it comes to it you just still you're like holy crap this is actually happening and, yeah, yeah, and, and now you're 50 plus games into the nrl you're becoming a seasoned player more or less um and i'll pass it over to angus for some questions because i've taken a bit of the airtime. so <laughs> angus take away take it away with some questions mate Oh, well, I just want to rewind just a little bit, Sean, because um, not only did you, you made your debut in the NRL against Parramatta, which was your junior junior club, under-20s club, but speaking of under-20s, you actually got the chance to play in the last ever under-20s Holden Cup grand final against Manly. What yeah, was it like Parramatta. playing on grand final day? <laughs> yeah, well, Parramatta. Yeah. I was, um, I think, I don't know if I was signed for Manly yet or not, but it, it was, like, they still joke about I play with some of the boys that played in the team you know with Tamole and Manasseh at training like all them boys and you talk to them they always still throwing a cheeky joke about oh, yeah we still won against you but yeah it was such a good experience like you listen to the under 20s boys now they don't get the TV coverage that we used to they don't get you know time on screen and all that kind of playing before NRL they don't really get that experience as such anymore so um yeah I felt it was pretty privileged to be in that yeah it's good yeah absolutely it would have been a really interesting experience like grand final day on any stadium let alone the big one ANZ and yeah, um play, playing against some of your current teammates now and it would have been an interesting experience and yeah, um and from um playing like under 20s representing Parramatta really well. When did you kind of get the sense that you were going to switch from Parramatta to Manly? Um, it was just a few things, you know. I, I didn't see my opportunity. An opportunity didn't arise at at Parra, I should say. And then um, I knew someone at Manly, Stephen Howes, who's now the assistant coach. And he's like, oh, I'm going over here. I'm going to be the Blacktown coach and you'll probably play with me. 
get a, you might get a chance. Um, I ended up playing the whole season at Blacktown Workers there, and yep. yeah, it was um, yeah. Again, it was one of them things I had to risk. You know, taking that opportunity to come to Manly, I could come to Manly on a development contract, or I could try to go somewhere else that was local. But again, yeah, it was the risk and reward kind of thing. I just kind of had to bite the bullet and um, see what it brought. Yeah, absolutely, and it's worked wonders for you so far. You've you've been a regular fixture in the Manly team, that's for sure. And yeah. one, one one thing, speaking of playing in the Manly team, one thing a lot of Manly fans like myself have noticed um, since you've made your debut is that you're one of the hardest tacklers in the team. Easy. I mean, you are a big Easily. boy. You're a front rower. Um, yeah. I just want to know about your tackling technique. Like, what helps you hit so hard? Uh, honestly, I was a terrible footballer when I was like young I used to play with the sand on the field I used to pick flowers I used to do all these <laughs> things on the field when I was young they used to call me the sandman because I used to build sand castles on the field but um <laughs> like, you, like it was just I don't know I think I have an older brother and a younger brother and I can't like kind of playing with them at home and like all that kind of stuff I think that just kind of brought it out of me and then when I got some confidence, I guess I just, I don't know, that's how I've tackled. That's always how I've tackled <laughs> since I was 15. And then, yeah, I just, I'm not going to change my technique. You know, hey, so. if, it, if it works, don't like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. <laughs> did, you, did you get some tips from Georgie Tafua? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I call it, he calls me the hitman. I call him the hitman. It's a bit of tip for tap with us. <laughs> oh, very nice. And, and speaking of advice and whatnot, um, Re Angus asking if you got some advice from Dr. Fuller, etc. Who was your, um, you could say, inspiration and, you know, your idol that you looked up to, you know, during that whole process? Um, well, coming, like, obviously playing footy when I was younger, like I said before, Paul Gallen was someone that I looked up to, like, so much. And, you know, Sonny Bill was another, because I used to support the Bulldogs when I was younger. Oh, okay. So Sonny Bill and the Steve Price and, you know, all them. All them Marco Mealy. Yeah. So I'm just going to pick up my daughter. All good. All good. <laughs> all good. Go for it. Um, yeah. And, you know, even yeah, even the Manly boy, yeah, just them, them boys, you know, the way that they kind of influence the game with their hard hits and hard running, you know, I did look up to that a lot. Yeah. Uh, that, that's awesome. Um, I'll just do a few more questions, then I'll pass it back over to Ango for some yeah. more. Um, obviously, you've got an absolute superstar at your team, obviously, in Turbo. What's he yeah. like as a teammate, and what's he like around the training pitch? Um, that training is kind of the kind of the clown of the team. He, um, Bit of a he likes to, Yeah, likes to joke around. He's not like, his brother's the more quiet one in Jake, and um, yeah. then he's kind of the the one in between. He's a bit yep. funny, a bit shy, yeah. But um, no, he's he's so good to train with. He's always given tips and to play with. You'd obviously see how good he is. So, you know, he just takes a lot of pressure off us. You know, when we're tired, he'll he'll see that and he'll come in. He'll take a run for us, or yep. he'll talk to us out the back. It's just one of them traits that you want in in a player, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I've got one more question, and then I'll pass it off to Angus for some more. Um. Talk us through a game day in the life of Sean Kepi, as in from when you wake up to when the final siren on game day goes. I'm kind of I'm kind of an easygoing guy. I, I don't really try to buy into like the the routine, routine such, but um, I don't know. I usually have a big breakfast always yeah. um, to start the day. 
kind of float around if I feel like I need to move around I'll go for a little walk um I've recently started going to the sauna on game day so I'll have like a maybe 20 minutes in the sauna bit of cold flush in between and then um sit on my play call of duty or nice. <laughs> on my computer <laughs> Very nice. And then yeah. obviously it's down to Brookvale, whether it's a home game, et cetera, yeah. and then Brooke, that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, and then if we're on a game, on away trip, so I just kind of hang who around. Do you, who do you room with on, a, on away games? Um, we don't, usually, we, we don't um, roomy anymore with oh. the whole COVID stuff because okay. they're scared if one person has it, they're going to give it to someone. And yep. it's just gonna, yeah. Now that's fair. Well, who, who would you want to room with and who wouldn't you want to room with? <laughs> um, <laughs> room. Who would I want to room with? Um, I don't know. Someone. Someone. There's not really a quiet person in our team. So, no. Nah, or maybe I, Jake, because he said he yeah, was. He was Jake, pretty <laughs> nah, either um, either Jakey or maybe Hamole, because Hamole is one of my one of one of my mates. Um, yep. Who wouldn't I want to room with? Yeah. Probably Josh Schuster. He's a pest. <laughs> uh, that's fair enough. And I'll pass it over to Ango for some more questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of Jake, he's um kind of, I think I saw a fan poll recently uh, naming him as the nicest guy in rugby league with his double thumbs and like everyone loves him. Like, is he as nice like at the club as he is like out there, what we see in the media and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> He's a, he's really really he's a really passionate player as well. You know, like he, he um he always gives his all for training, and he always you know wants to help us boys. And yeah, he, he's he's one of the nicest blokes that I know, and he's always willing to help, which is a good trait in a footy player too. Yeah, and he's been named as a captain, hasn't he, for this Saturday night? Thing, I, 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 I believe I haven't seen that, but <laughs> good on him. He deserves it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. He's a great clubman. And um, at Brookvale Oval as well on a Saturday night, is there anything better in the NRL? Like, how do you rate playing at Brookvale in front of a packed house? Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. I don't think there's a field that brings as much energy and just, like, you feel like you're so, like, everyone just loves you there. That's, that's what you want in a crowd. So hearing that, hearing that, you know, scream as you run on, like, my favourite game still to this day would be that, that game that I started, the round two at Brookie, packed field, you know, elimination final. We were playing awesome footy. That was probably my favourite game for just for the reason of the crowd. Like, mm. I couldn't even hear my teammates most of the time. So, I'd say, yeah, Brookie, Brookie's probably, yeah, it's just such a good stadium, isn't it? Yeah, that was a huge game. I was at that game, of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, that, that was one of my favourite games I've ever been to as well. I think there was something like 18, 19,000, well, close to. Uh, a huge crowd. That hill. <laughs> yeah, that, that hill, my gosh. You, you, yeah. you struggle to find a spot on there on, on some no, days. No, like crazy. earlier this season, that game against the Tigers where it was a sellout. Yeah. How good was that? Yeah, that was awesome. I think that was one of the biggest crowds that we've had at Brookie. I think it is the biggest crowd we've had at Brookie, maybe. Yeah, it'd be up there, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um, speaking of the game day experience, I'm going to have a cheeky dig at CJ here because he's a Broncos supporter. <laughs> yeah. And sorry. you being... <laughs> sorry, uh, by the way, I will say sorry for a few weeks ago in round 10. No, it's all right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's one we'll forget about. But yeah. the last time... <laughs> no, <laughs> the last time Manly played Broncos up at Suncorp, I mean, was round it, 10? Uh, it went a little bit better for us. And you actually Absolutely scored your did. first try in that game. 
Yeah. Um, what was that like getting over the strike for the first time? Yeah, we always have a joke about the nudie run. Everyone <laughs> says, "Oh, you're gonna still be," it. but I kind of had a feeling before the game. I don't know. I was that that year. I was playing a bit of back row. I was kind of going back and forth during the games, and um, it um, I don't know. Marty just hit me up, and he was like, "Oh, just just keep your hands up." And game, it was yeah, it was such a good feeling. You know, you obviously dream about like making your debut in the NRL, and then you make. Then you dream about scoring your first try. So it was um it was such a good experience. And that was a packed crowd too. That was such a good such a good yeah. before, Magic before round. We, I was gonna say before we touch on the the Titans try that was disallowed a few, like a few weeks prior. One yeah. thing I would like to bring up is I actually had a thought about um, Magic Round in particular, not this year, but in general, because um, it's always Broncos against Manly. It's always the same teams play the same teams on Magic Round every year. Mm. Um, and it's a Manly home game while being away. How does it affect you and the, the team in general being Manly playing at home away? Um, I don't think it really aff- it affects us, but it's it's more of like, there's not as much Manly fans as there yeah. is Bronco fans. Yeah, that's that really the only thing that we notice. But um, yeah, no, it's 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 not something that we like, you know, focus on. We're out, out like every like a lot of the team on my teammates, uh, a lot like me, easy going, like yeah, not really bothered bothered by much. But um, yeah. No, that's fair. Mm. And so I'll I'll give it back up to Ango <laughs> to so talk good. about that uh, Titans try. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, like like we were talking about, you got your first official try against uh, the Broncos in Magic Round, which was pretty special. Yes. Um, but ju- just a few weeks prior in Mudgee, you were one of the first, like one of the earliest victims of the new uh, bunker rule where they award the try on the field and then they have a look at it behind the scenes. Um, like not being a part of it before that season when that rule came in, what was it like for you? Like having the try and being like, yes, my first ever try in a big blowout win. And then being like, Oh, it's going to be taken off me. Yeah. Everyone was, everyone was um, a bit shocked. Like you you could see on the, on the camera, everyone's faces like what, what, what's happening? Like Mm. we don't like, this isn't what we're used to. And if you still ask me, I think it's a try. Oh, (laughs) even I'll say it was a try. And I thought it was a try. Ask my wife's nan as well. She still thinks it's a try, and she tells everyone it's a try too. So, <laughs> no, it was it was really yeah, it was odd. Like no, we hadn't experienced that kind of stuff before, and um, yeah, it was a blowout win, and I was probably more excited for that try than I was the other one too. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it was a, it was a weird experience. It was weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a new thing, isn't it? There's always that kind of um, period at the start of the season, the first few rounds when they bring, it, bring in these new rules where you're like, oh, oh, that's new. I forgot that yeah. existed. <laughs> mm, yeah, it is. And how do you find adjusting to those sort of new rules? Because there's even a few new ones this year and whatnot. How do you find adjusting to those rules and how quickly do you adjust to them? Yeah, well, you're kind of seen in the first, you know, like how many rounds, 10 rounds, you kind of see the teams that, benefit from these new rules like we don't get six ago six agains in our and half anymore yeah. or in our for in our 20 so it kind of gives it's, it's very it's very favorable to the defensive side so you, mm. they get more of a break as in like we don't have to make 12 tackles in a row we only have to make seven you know what i mean yeah. so um yeah, it, it kind of showed who's gonna prof, like benefit from these new rules um 
but yeah, like we're, we're all we're all like down pat with the rules now. So if it's um if we're losing, it's on us. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because of the rules. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I was just thinking. So obviously, you said um you followed the Bulldogs growing up, and there was quite a few players in that team that were stacked. You know, so stacked with idols that you could you know take your pick. Did you play any other sports growing up as a kid? And if so, which ones? And did you follow any other athletes? Um, I played a bit of rugby union. I didn't play it when I was young. I started playing when I was about 14 and I was playing rugby league on Saturdays and then I played rugby union on Sundays and then I'd train, obviously, I'd train Tuesday, Thursday for league and Wednesday, Friday for union. Wow. So, yeah, it was, um, yeah, I, I, I liked union a lot, Like, it, but it came to a stage where I made two rep teams, one travelled, one didn't. Yep. Um, union, I was going to New Zealand league i was it was a Tiny. yeah it was a like country i was it was because i played for the um country rugby league yep it was for group six that was the rep team and then but i chose rugby league and now i'm here <laughs> do you reckon if you were given the opportunity to um get a contract in the super rugby not right now but say when whenever if you were ever given the option to play in the super rugby would you take it I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. Maybe, maybe when I'm done and dusted, if they are, if they offer me one, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. Um, did you always want to play for? Obviously, you went from Parramatta through to Manly and all that because of opportunity and whatnot. And you're a devout Bulldogs fan as a kid. Did you always want to play for the Bulldogs at some point? When I was when I was younger, I I'd always say, "Oh, I want to play for the Bulldogs when I grow up." That's I want to be like Sonny Bill. I want to be like Steve Price. I want to be like Hazan Um And when I when I like think when I think about it now, like once I started making like my once I started playing for Parramatta and stuff, it kind of kind of didn't bother me who I played for. I just wanted to get the opportunity to be in. You the were NRL. being like Sonny Bill now with the, hit, with the hits <laughs> and nah. all that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no shoulder charges, but no, that's true. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> nah, but um, yeah, I don't. I just honestly, I um, I I had a few people that I knew that played the in the NRL as well, so I kind of just took tips off them to you know take every opportunity I can, and when I do get an opportunity, you know, grab it with both hands. So uh, it didn't really bother me, no. Yeah, absolutely, Angus. Do you have any more questions? Um. Oh yes, there was one uh, we talked about earlier about how how good is it playing at Brookvale Oval? Like it doesn't matter what team you're up against, you feel the love from the hill, especially in the, the new Bob Fulton stand. Yeah. Oh, actually, what what do you think of the new Bob Fulton stand? By the way, I th- it's honestly like all of our partners and all the wives and what a family that come to watch us, they all sit there, and it's such a good stand. And I think the way that it commemorates Bob is such an awesome thing too. You know we. We have um, days every now and then just to commemorate him. So, yeah, it's, I reckon it's really special. It's awesome. Yeah, it's nice. And I love the um, – I think it makes sense too, the stand up the other end of the ground is Lions Menzies because they're one yeah. of the best best combinations in family oh, history. Yeah. Hands down. <laughs> hands down they were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, it, it's really good. But, uh, yeah, we talked about, like, you know, playing really well. Like, Brookvale's an awesome place to play. But um, what are, like, what's your favourite team to come up against? And what's the team that kind of gets under your skin like nothing else? Is it the same team? That's a great question. Um, I don't know. It kind of – no, I don't really have a team that, like, gets under my skin. I like versing the hardest sides or the sides that people say we can't win against. You know, I think the Storm game could have gone either way. We – 
we shot ourselves in the foot a few times and it just went down from there. But um, yeah, I like playing teams obviously above us. It gives us kind of a perspective on where we're at. That's yeah. I like versing the big bigger players too. <laughs> yeah, like what, what's the toughest like front row opponent that you've come up against? I haven't come up against him yet, but I trained with him as Adam Adam Finnell Blake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I haven't actually played against him yet, luckily. But um, yeah, he um he always gave me a good run at training. That's for sure. Is he is he playing this weekend? I wonder. I don't. I, don't, I, I couldn't I think tell you. I think he's still out. But I'll just double check because you are coming up against the Warriors this week. Bear with me yep. while I quickly check so we can find out if Sean will get, finally get his chance. Um. NRL, yeah, my NRL. Oh, good. NRL.com. And it is Manly Warriors. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, let's see. Adam Fanua Blake is not named. Unfortunately. Oh. Right. Would have been the showdown of the century. What was he like, <laughs> was he like as a teammate? Um, just. So strong, like that's all I can put it. He's just so physically strong and dominant. That's all I could put it down to. I remember Damn. my first, um, my first, oh, it was my first preseason, and um, I'd had a bit of sternum problems when I was at Parramatta. Um, <laughs> but when I when I got to training, I think it was like second week of training, went to tackle him and he and cracked it. my sternum. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Elbow straight to the sternum, and he um. But yeah, that healed pretty quickly, luckily. But yeah, he's um he's a big boy and he's very, very, very hard to handle. Mm. And, how and did speaking you, of, oh sorry, you know, I was going to say, uh, I'll, I'll go. Yep. <laughs> um, you go, CJ. <laughs> how did you handle the Queensland bubble last year uh, with the COVID and all that stuff? Um yeah, look, I I was kind of we it was good and it was bad. Like I my wife was pregnant at the time, mm. um, so I went up when she was in the last kind of month or two of her pregnancy. And um, I had, she just had now. Um, I just had to, um, I had to go up there for a couple of weeks. I played, I think two games and then I flew, I flew back home. Um, wife gave birth to the baby and then had to get up there before the season was kind of finished the last round. Um, mm-hmm. Desi wanted to get some games in, in under my belt before, you know, we went into the final series and um, that was the, probably the hardest thing that I've ever had to do in my life. You know, I had to leave my, my baby newborn baby when she was only a, like a week old, I'd only spent, you know, a couple of days with her and had to leave. And then my wife had to come up probably a week after that. And we had to, I did quarantine for two weeks by myself and, so did she. She had to quarantine with a newborn when she was oh. by herself, no help. Um, it was it was really really tough. But like once we got up there and we got together, yeah, it was a, it was a good experience. It was you know all the players were together. Everyone like got a stronger connection with each other, and I think that's why we did so well last year because we were all so close. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Angus, ask the question that we spoke over the top of each other. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you then, CJ. Um, but like, it is, it's a real testament to show, like, we forget now, like, how much of a nightmare it was the last couple of seasons with COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. But um, I just wanted to, like, we were talking about, like, Adam Fanua Blake a minute ago and, like, you being mostly a front rower at the moment. Are you part of the front rowers union? 
Um, union in, in what, like, what category, what do you mean? Oh, it's like, it's like a joke going around. Like, I think the NRL roast came up with it of the front rowers union, like the, like the big boys in the NRL that don't score much tries. Um, but yeah, it's just, I'm a part like, of that crew. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first sentence I am. Yeah. <laughs> I think they demoted Blake Laurie, um, from the Dragons after he scored a yeah. try on the weekend. So, but Alex Twile is still Alex the Twile would be in there. Yeah, yeah I can't believe that. I seriously can't believe that. Like, I thought surely he'd get one in his hundredth, but nah. Yeah. Oh, he could have, but they just didn't pass him the ball on that when Laurie went through. <laughs> yeah. I saw that, yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Alex Tom. Um, and obviously, uh, injuries are definitely a part of part and parcel of the sport of being a pro athlete and whatnot. Um, yeah, have you had any significant setback injuries that you thought, shit, I may not come back from this, as in re-sport-wise? Well, my sternum was my sternum was probably the most serious injury that I've ever had. Um, I went in, I went and sorted some treatment on my own. I got the, I did some weird things to my chest, you know, with these electric stuff. I don't know, but fixed it. So, yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, that that and uh. I think that was it. I had surgery on my knee, but it was only to clean out an infection. So yeah, okay. um, I've been touch wood. I'm pretty lucky with injuries. Yes. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> that, that's, that's very good. Um, as because mm. obviously the last few years, Manly have been decimated by injury yes. after injury. And luckily you haven't been on that list. Um, yes. <laughs> and speaking of injury riddled players and whatnot, Kieran Foran, what's he like in the halves? <laughs> what's he like around the club? Um, and everything to do with that, because obviously, unfortunately, he's leaving at the end of the year. Uh, what impact has he had on you personally? Um, just his, you know, like he said, he's he's been injured so many times, and just the way he's bounced back and he's took control of his game and the way he leads us around the field, like it doesn't. It, I know it wouldn't seem like he does from watching the screen, but he he does. He 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 um. He helps us out a lot. He directs us boys around a lot. So, I credit to him. He um, yeah, he's doing very well, and he deserves another contract as well. Absolutely. I got one last question, and then I'll let Angus round it out. Uh, the interview uh, and whatnot. Uh, obviously, there's a there's a player missing at Manly this week because of Origin DCE. How yep. how did the how's the club going this week so far? Um, and you know, adjusting that not having him at the club for at least this round. Um, yeah, look, I think we all we all know he's plays a big part in our team, but we've had so many people come through, so many young lads come through, and you know fulfill all the roles that we needed. So I don't I don't think it's gonna obviously it's a big loss, but um I think the boys that are gonna come in for whoever's not playing will do the job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Angus, do you have any final questions for Sean? Um, I, I guess just the the classic to close things out um is. Do you have any advice for any young fellas coming through who might want to, you know, hopefully c- come into the NRL in the future? Um, yeah, just just stay true to yourself, you know. There's obviously a lot of influences around the game at the moment that um that play a big role in everyone's game, but just to stick true to yourself, you know, Everyone says, "Oh, tough, tough," t-. but whatever you whatever you feel comfortable doing and whatever makes you happy, I think that's what you got to pursue. And you know, just just do your best. Like, have fun. Like, that's that's all rugby league is. You know, run hard, tackle hard. That's all I've ever been told, and it's worked. <laughs> so, yeah, just do the little things, and you know, keep keep trying. You know, there's no harm in trying. That's that's my advice. 